It's Thursday, August 31st, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. So we are honored today to be joined by Randall Goodgame, and he is a friend, but also a hero of mine, and <laughs> certainly a hero of my children, as he has really, we hear him all the time in our home and in our car. Uh, you may know Randall from songwriting with Cayman's Call or worship leading, but he is most recently known for the Slugs and Bugs albums, all the way from the silly songs to the Sing the Bible to his newest release about the gospel. And one of the things that I just love about this brother is he takes scripture in a way that makes it fun for the kids to get to know, but also just meaningful. And so at Lifeline, as we're trying to help families disciple their children in such a way that they will see the gospel and the glory of Jesus Christ, and not just adopting kids to change their zip code, but ultimately reach their hearts with the gospel, I just thought it'd be great to have Randall come and talk a little bit about just the ministry of Slugs and Bugs and uh, the way that the Lord has used this ministry to impact him and even to work in his family. So Randall, just uh, talk to us a little bit about how God drew you into this and the, the fruit that you see in this. And I know just recently you were able to speak at the ERLC conference even about how to uh, really just pour scripture into our children. So talk about how God birthed this. And two, uh, just for everyone to know, you also are an adopted dad and have adopted a little boy from Ethiopia. That's right. My little son, Benjamin. Well, Herbie, it's super fun to be here with you, man. Thanks for having me on. Uh yeah, so uh, Slugs and Bugs originally was just a mix of silly songs and gospel songs. Um, and uh, I just loved doing it. But uh, after I had been into it a couple of years, I started writing scripture songs for my kids to help them memorize because we were homeschooling at the time. Um, and it worked so well that I thought, well, I should do this for the Slugs and Bugs fans. Mm. Um, and personally, on a personal level, nothing has strengthened my faith and my walk with Jesus, sort of moment by moment, hour by hour faith, like knowing God's Word. Mm. Because when it's fresh on my mind, um, I'm able to uh, respond Mm. with the heart of Jesus in ways that I'm just not when I forget. And usually when I forget, it's because I haven't been in the Word. Mm. So both meditating on it and memorizing it is is really important to me because I've just seen the fruit of it in my mm. own life. So I want that for for my kids, for your kids, mm. and all the Slugs and Bugs fans out there. Well, I think what's great is, and I've even sent you an audio recording of my youngest child. I think she was five at the time. And she learned every book of the Bible. Yeah, from that's right. The Old Testament and the New Testament song. And it's fun for <clears> kids <throat> to learn scripture. And that's the, the neat thing is one, I like it. My wife, Ashley, likes it. Mm-hmm. Adults enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But yet, kids really thrive in it. And so, just talk about even in concerts, how you've seen just kids really enjoy this music, but also start to sing scripture. Wow. Well, yeah, the concerts are really fun. And I was nervous. Um, at first about doing the Just Sing the Bible concert because I used to do the concert you've seen Mm -hmm. which is I got the Bears song and Tractor Tractor and Underwear all these songs that have really easy laughs and so I thought I wondered 
if I do these songs, the whole thing is just scripture, mm-hmm. I think it'd be fun, but will it really be fun? And I am so surprised. When I, we finish a Sing the Bible concert, the kids will, they'll talk about their favorite songs, and often it's, the kids will say, my favorite song was Trust in the Lord with All Your Heart, mm-hmm. which isn't funny. It's just this, you know, a mm-hmm. nice melody <laughs> and good music. Or another guy, kid, I have him on video saying, you know the one that says, if anyone has two shirts, you should give them the same, give them one that you have? <laughs> and uh, so I think it speaks to the heart of, you got to give kids more credit than you think. Right. Um, I work really hard on the front end to make the music really appealing. There's mm-hmm. something just naturally exciting and enjoyable about a really well-written mm-hmm. song. So I do my part and then in the studio, you know, we get great musicians here in Nashville right. to come in and do their thing. So I think that uh, that helps capture them. Mm-hmm. So they love Frankenstein and Dracula showing up on the Ten Commandments song, which is silly, but they also love um, singing these encouraging deep truths of Scripture put to melodies that were written for them. And for me, it's just, there's nothing more gratifying. I, mm. I kind of can't believe I get to do it. I'm s- standing in front of a wide audience mm. of parents and kids, and they're singing to me, mm. towards me, um, the gospel. They're right. singing, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on your own understanding. Yeah. Or they're singing, um, anyone who has two shirts should share the one who has none. Or let your light shine so that men might see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. I just get to watch it. Mm. So it's extremely gratifying. Man, you know, I'm just so grateful that what started as you, you know, singing scripture and helping your kids with scripture. And you even talking about at the ERLC how your part of homeschooling was to help your kids memorize scripture. And these were just ways to get these kids to memorize scripture, your daughter, your two boys. But then the neat thing about just seeing the Bible and slugs and bugs is you and Amy adopted Benjamin from Ethiopia. Yes. You've had this heart for Africa. You and your family, you've had your whole family, if I'm right, been able to go back to Uganda even and do ministry there. Mm -hmm. And then you had the opportunity to sing some of these songs in Uganda and then kind of tell the rest of the story about who you ran into there and kind of how that has been a part of the album as well. Sure. Yeah, well, it really is extraordinary. I went over there with one of my heroes, Bob Goff. Hmm. And uh, I was on a team with them doing a bunch of mission stuff. But then um, through some crazy circumstances, I ended up having a day off between being with them and being with my friend Roxanne, who was uh, has a ministry called Tukatana there in Uganda. And on my day off, I wound up singing in a, a school in a Kampala slum with no acoustics or no uh, you know speakers or anything, just me and this borrowed guitar for these hundreds of kids in this open air school. And it was just, you know, in abject poverty and all that stuff. And found out that it was a feeder school for the African Children's Choir. So some of those, those kids get chosen to be in the African Children's Choir. And um, through a, a convoluted to me, but absolutely sensible to the Lord, set of circumstances uh 10 months later the african children's choir choir 39 was in nashville tennessee and they spent two days recording with us so that sing the bible that first sing the bible song has six songs with the african children's choir on it 
which and they you know they sing with like Elton John and <laughs> Michael W. Smith and you know big stars and, and uh, the fact that the Lord ordained all that and made it work um, really just continues to humble me and make me make me aware that I am just in this story mm. that he is writing right um, I just get to have the privilege to be in it but it was maybe probably I'm just going to say it was the most powerful moving and wonderful music experience of my life being in the studio with these 20 kids 10 boys 10 girls coming out of just poverty stricken parts of Uganda um, here in this awesome huge fancy Nashville studio mm. um, singing out these scriptures mm. and I've got I've got video of it and sometimes I'll just watch it over and over again just just because they're so fun well one of the things I just think even about the power of song and you know as we even think about as we even think about just the power of song and the way that you you know we're able to sing with Africa Children's Choir and go and be a part of orphan care and caring for others in Uganda it's such a part of your story and you're an Amy's story on adoption and you know we actually met in was it South Carolina at an orphan conference? Yes, that's right. And I saw you and I knew I had to come meet you because I knew my kids would kill me if I had the opportunity <laughs> to meet Randall Goodgame and then say hello. And the neat thing is we've actually now gotten a partner for the last three years on a kids camp, mm-hmm. part of the Christian Alliance for Orphans, to try to train kids up and what they can do for kids. So just talk a little bit about... You know, obviously, Slugs and Bugs is a big part of your ministry, but adoption is a big part of your heart as well because it's helped form your family. Talk about just a little bit about the call towards adoption for you and Amy and just Mm -hmm. how that's really changed your family. Well, yeah, so we have two children, um, biological, and then our youngest, Benjamin, he's 10 years old now. Um, We adopted him when he was about two and a half. And we were in a small group. They had a couple of other families that were adopting. And Amy and I had always talked about growing our family. And uh, it was funny, the Lord and the Lord was working on her and working on me completely separately. We did not know, we weren't talking about it. And then one day she was just being weird in the car. Just, we were on our way home from a show. And I just I was driving, but I, I took my eyes off the road and looked at her and said, What is up? What's wrong with you? Why are you being so funny? And she just burst into tears. And said, I think we're supposed to adopt a baby boy from India. And, uh, and what was awesome was she thought that she was breaking this news to me and that I wasn't going to be ready for it. But I broke into tears because I had been wondering if I should bring up to her the fact that I th- thought he was calling me oh. to, to adopt or us to adopt through me. So uh, it just started us on a path where we had so much confidence mm. that the Lord was doing it mm-hmm. so we just got to relax and watch and she actually went through some really difficult chronic pain mm. times in there um, throughout the process and the Lord has healed her from that but even through all of that the different trials we went through all the way through raising Ben and watching him go through the different issues he's had to go through as he's been an adopted son mm-hmm. in, a, in a foreign country mm-hmm. um we just always go back to the Genesis about how, man, you know, we know the Lord mm-hmm. is, He is the Lord of this. Um, 
Ben, as it turns out, is he's just the best. <laughs> he's such a, he's so full of energy and love. He probably grasps the gospel um, more clearly than any of us, mm. of the five of us in our family. And uh, there's I was telling the story to somebody earlier. He uh, when he was about eight, we were um, sitting at the kitchen table, and he had just been listening to one of the sing the Bible CDs, and he said. Uh, Dad, how can you do everything without grumbling or arguing? And there's because there's a song that says, "Do do 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 everything without grumbling or arguing," and he he had it on his mind. And uh, so we got into this amazing conversation over breakfast about well, you you really it is hard um, because it really it's impossible <laughs> to do to be that way except for Jesus did that mm. and he gives us himself by the Holy Spirit so we got into this big conversation about what it means to follow Jesus and how you can um, you you can listen to the Holy Spirit and of course you're going to mess up all the time you're never going to be perfect but that God does by his spirit enable you to not argue not mm. grumble he changes your perspective because mm. As you remember the cross and you remember his love, you have more compassion and you have more patience. Um, and he just eats it up. Mm -hmm. He wants to know why Jesus really matters. Mm -hmm. So I'd say he shapes our family sometimes in that way because sometimes he, of all the three kids, he's the youngest, but in some ways he he's the most talkative when we have family devotions. And his big brother and big sister, they're listening. Mm -hmm. And it impacts them. Amen. Well, it's neat to see, even as we close, just the way that what God has called you to through adoption and even through slugs and bugs comes together. And I just want to encourage other families to go get these resources. And so you can always go on iTunes and look up slugs and bugs. And I would absolutely recommend downloading every single one of them uh -huh. what's another way what's your website where they can go and get some of this material oh, yeah. go to slugsandbugs.com you can download them there you can order the cds my sweet wife is our merch maven <laughs> so she'll package them up and send them to you right away and you have dvds too that obviously are just great dvds fun stuff for the kids to watch and uh and this it's christmas actually probably about mid-October, we're releasing our Sing the Bible Christmas CD, which all the music is sort of inspired by the Vince Guaraldi piano jazz stuff. So excited about letting people know about that too. Well, if you're listening to this podcast and you have never downloaded or bought any of the slugs or bugs material, you're missing out because it truly is a way to, to do Deuteronomy 6 with your family, where it says, you shall teach them diligently to your children, God's commandments and words, and shall talk to them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. And so we need to encourage and just surround our children and our families with the word of God. And as we care for orphans, may the word of God be what drives and fuels us through the gospel of Jesus Christ to make disciples of all nations. Thank you, Randall, and we hope you have a great day. Thanks, Herbie. This was fun. 
Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. And please visit SlugsAndBugs.org to support Randall Goodgame and the Slugs and Bugs Sing the Bible by purchasing one of his CDs in order to immerse your family with the Word of God. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.